0: You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones, and I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. So depending on when you are listening to this, you may have noticed that, and depending on where you listen to this, we are having some trouble getting the podcast out to you. So if you are an Apple podcast person and that is where you choose to listen, then you may have noticed you have been unable to listen or that there is an episode missing. (laughs) When you hear this, it will definitely be resolved. So right now we're just having a bit of trouble with Apple uploading the podcasts to their platform. Not sure why Spotify seems to be happy with it, but that is the roller coaster I'm on right now is trying to get this podcast out into your hands. And for some reason, unknown to me and the universe doesn't seem to want to work. So that's where I'm at. we're talking about your relationship with yourself and this has been huge recently in many of the conversations and sessions and I've had with clients and in you know conversations with friends and in a lot of my own coaching as well so we're talking about our relationship with ourselves today now it is a hissing with rain here today. So we hit September 1st and we, you know, it's meant to be spring here in New Zealand for us. And we literally sprung a leak and it has pretty much rained solidly every single day ever since. So that's how we're rolling. (laughs) And I share that with you all because if you hear light rain in the background, which I doubt you will, but I hope you find it nice and soothing like I do. So Regardless of the rain, we are going to roll on with this podcast and talk about our relationship with ourselves. So, my friend, I want you to think about this question How is your relationship with yourself? Like, how would you describe it? I want you to think about the way that you speak to and treat yourself. So, when I ask this question of people during a consultation call, I'll say, you know, tell me about your relationship with yourself. How is it? And people often kind of aren't exactly sure what I mean. And one of the ways that I like to, you know, help them to answer this is I'll say, you know, are you hard on yourself? Do you beat yourself up? You know, how do you regard yourself? How do you speak to and treat yourself? What are the expectations that you place on yourself? And I think that, you know, giving it to them through that kind of context helps them to answer the question. And I would say the majority of the time, and when I say the majority, I would say every single person that I've had a consultation call with, and I've had a discussion with about this will say to me, I am hard on myself and I do beat myself up, right? Those are typically the people that I coach and work with, right? Because that was, sometimes still is, me, right? Like, so I can relate to you all if that is how you would perhaps respond to and answer that question. So when I think back to my pre-life coaching days, when I think about the relationship I had with myself, it was not very nice. I was horrible to myself. I would never have treated anyone the way I treated myself, right? Like, And mostly that's inside of my brain, the way I'm speaking to myself, telling myself awful nasty things that I'm a piece of shit and, you know, I'm worthless and I don't deserve this and I'm, you know, never going to figure it out and just horrible things, right? I had a lot of self-loathing. I judged myself constantly. I judged other people constantly, but I was so hard on myself, constantly beating myself up, right? That was how my relationship with myself was before I, you know, found coaching and knew that, there was another option or that you know before I even learned that I have a relationship with myself I didn't even know that that was a thing right so I want you to think about this question here and this really helped me to establish the relationship with myself and what it was currently like do you like yourself Right? That was a really hard question for me to answer back then because when I came to coaching, the reality was I did not like myself. Right? I really didn't. So think about how do you treat yourself and how do you want to treat yourself? Like just asking yourself that question alone, huge. How do you want to treat yourself? Because most of us have this idea that we need to beat ourselves up so that we'll be better and do better. But it doesn't work, my friend. It just causes so much mental pain and suffering, so much misery. Right? And the, in actual fact, the opposite is true. When we stop beating ourselves up, when we stop being so hard on ourselves, right? The better we treat ourselves, the more we're able to do and accomplish and create. It's like counterintuitive. (laughs) And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again because I think it's so powerful. It's like trying to hate your way to happiness. You can't hate your way to happiness. I tried really hard. (laughs) Didn't work, my friend. So that's what we're talking about today on this episode. But let's start with what forms our relationship with anyone or anything. And I say anything because we have relationships with people, but we also have relationships with things, like we have a relationship with money, or we have a relationship with travel. so our relationship with those things and with the people in our lives, our relationships are all made up of our thoughts, right what we think about our coworker, what we think about our best friend, what we think about our partner. That forms our relationship with them, right? What we think about money determines the relationship that we have with money. So my relationship, for example, with my partner is really strong and loving because I have strong and loving thoughts about it, right? I literally think the thought we have an amazing relationship. I love our relationship, right? My thoughts about him and about us and our relationship are strong, loving, supportive thoughts, and the same is true with our relationship with ourselves. It's all made up of our thoughts, what we think about ourselves. So what we choose, and I say choose very deliberately, what we choose to think about ourselves determines how we feel about ourselves. Okay. So what we choose to think about ourselves determines how we feel about ourselves and remembering That all of our feelings drive our actions. So how we feel about ourselves determines how we treat ourselves, what we do for ourselves, what we don't do for ourselves, how we show up in the world. So... Back when I was living in London many moons ago, I think it was about 2014, that was when you know I first discovered the relationship that I had with myself and I entered into coaching and I started to learn about this world. That was when I was thinking things about myself like, I suck, right? I never do anything right. I need to get my shit together. I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> Those are the kinds of thoughts I had about myself. And of course, I was feeling... Miserable. I was feeling self-loathing. And when I felt that way, what did I do? Right? I hid from the world. Oh, another thought I had. Sorry, I want to add this one. Another thought I had was, I'm disgusting. I literally would look in the mirror and be like, I'm so disgusting. I would have that thought about myself. Right? Again, feeling awful, feeling terrible, feeling miserable, self-loathing, all the, the horrible feels... And what did I do when I felt that way? I literally hid from the world. I was living in London. I wanted to experience the world. I wanted to experience all that London and the UK and Europe had to offer, but I hid. I hid away in my house, right? I watched TV all the time. I ate all sorts of different foods. I just stuffed myself disgustingly full, right? And I drank, drank a lot of alcohol to take the edge off, right? I drank a lot. I was trying to get some sense of pleasure, and try and feel better about myself and my life. But I only ended up feeling worse. Because what would happen when I would hide from the world and eat and drink to try to feel better. Is I would then result, result in me beating myself up. Right? I would beat myself up for never doing anything. For putting on weight. For making bad choices. And it was like this vicious cycle. And I had no idea back then how to break it. Right? And all, it all changed When I began to change the way I think about myself, right? When I started to challenge the way I was thinking about myself and, you know, entertain new thoughts, entertain different ways of seeing myself, right? Believe it was possible I could think differently about myself. So when I started to think better thoughts about myself, I started to want to take care of myself and that's when it all changed, I started to want to push myself a little more outside of my comfort zone. I wanted to get out and see and do more and enjoy what London had to offer. I wanted to start traveling. I wanted to, you know, do different things, set goals, learn more, be out in nature, go to the parks, do all the different things. I remember trying kundalini yoga. I was like, you know what? I want to try yoga. And this one sounds fun. (laughs) So I, I tried lots of different yoga. Like I just started trying lots of different things. I went to fitness classes. I went in like cooking classes, all sorts of different things because I wanted to get out and about and I wanted to learn and grow and leave my comfort zone and meet people and wanted to enjoy my time there. And I also wanted to take care of myself, right? I was like, maybe I could learn to like myself. That was one of the thoughts that I remember entertaining, like Maybe I could learn to like myself. Like maybe I, you know, I can take care of myself and enjoy my life here. Maybe that is possible for me. And so I started showing up differently. So when you have a great relationship with yourself, being alone isn't as big of an issue. Loneliness is a thing that I talk about a lot with many of my clients. I work a lot with women who are single, right? And, you know, of course, that comes from like me being single for over 10 years. So I totally get it. Right? Like I understand loneliness and it isn't felt simply from being alone. Right. It is from our inability to be alone with our thoughts. That is what makes loneliness so difficult as we are unwilling to look at the thoughts that we are having about ourself and our life. That makes loneliness so much of a challenge, my friends. So I wanted to share a little bit about my relationship with myself. And I wanted to be completely honest with you and say it's by no means perfect. But at the same time, perfection is something I give a middle finger to. (laughs) If you've listened to this podcast, you probably know that, right? So my relationship with myself is not perfect, but it's also really fucking good. Like I have my own back like no one else I know. I don't settle for bullshit. I don't let myself be an asshole to myself, right? That doesn't mean that my brain doesn't try. Hello, I have a human brain, right? It happens frequently, right? I have doubt, I have drama, I have imposter syndrome and I see it and I call it out for what it is and I allow it to be there in the background, Whilst I intentionally decide what I want to think about myself and my life. And one of my favorite things to do right now is remind myself who the fuck I am. Like that literally is one of my favorite thoughts right now. I will say to myself, hey, remember who the fuck you are. You've got this. Right. That is my relationship with myself. Right. Telling myself, hey, like I've got you, I've got your back. Remember who the fuck you are, you've got this. Right. So this is one of the things that I work on, or we work on together when you hire me as your coach, right? Like we help you form a badass relationship with yourself because this is the foundation of Everything like it is the foundation of all of our relationships, our relationship with our partner, with our colleagues, with our families, with our friends, our relationship to money, our relationship to travel, all the things. It starts with our relationship to ourself, right? We teach others how to treat us. Remember that. <laughs> And it's so much easier to have your own back when you get this dialed in, when you really form a strong relationship with yourself. I have another episode on this, which I want to encourage you to go check out, which is episode number 92. And it talks about how to create a relationship with yourself. So if this is something that you really want to focus on and dial in, then definitely go and listen to that episode. Or you can book in for a consult with me. I would love to help you. But that is one way that episode alongside this one will really support you in getting that process dialed in. Another couple of things I wanted to say is, are you prioritizing yourself? Are you prioritizing you and what you want? Or are you prioritizing other people's needs? Are you people pleasing? Right? It's really worth exploring. What are your top five priorities in order Why that order and where do you fall on that list? Because so often when I'll ask people that question, they won't even put themselves in the top five, right? They will put other people, other things, but they fall off the list. Another thing I want to say is take yourself on a date. When was the last time you took yourself out on a date? Maybe it's the first time, right? Take yourself out and treat yourself how you want to be treated. Because you fucking deserve it, my friends. But also notice the thoughts that you have about yourself when you do that. What do you think about yourself when you're, you know, taking yourself out to dinner and a movie? What do you want to think about yourself when you're doing that? And also spend some time journaling. Journaling is a really powerful way to... To create a strong self-concept. A strong relationship with yourself. By understanding and seeing what you're currently thinking about yourself and why. And then asking yourself some really powerful questions around like, what do I want to think about myself? How can I already believe that that is true? In what ways is that already true? All right? What else do I know about myself? Like, what are some truths about me? Some like, badass shit that I have done. Like, Ask some really bold, brave questions and get your brain to go to work for you, right? When you actually spend time looking at, you know, some of the incredible things that you have done in your life and worked through and overcome and accomplished, like you will see that you are actually a pretty fucking incredible human. Give yourself some credit for that. Acknowledge that, right? Because so often we just like a blow past our achievements and we forget to celebrate them. We don't, you know, feel proud. We don't take that in. But doing that helps us to establish a, you know, really good relationship with ourselves. I'm worth being celebrated, right? I am worth feeling proud of myself. Like spend time on that, my friends. Journal on it. (laughs) I'm such a fan of journaling. I often set my clients homework questions that involve journaling because it is so powerful to create self-awareness with awareness. We can create change. And so often we just need to spend some time deliberately thinking, well, how do I want to feel about myself? What do I need to think, right? In order to feel that way. And when I feel that way, how am I going to show up? How am I going to act? What am I going to do in this world? Okay. Love journaling. (laughs) Um, Another thing I wanted to touch on as it reg- as it relates to our relationship to self is that I was listening to a really awesome podcast the other day and it was from my colleague coach colleague Kara Lowenthal. She is host of the Unfuck Your Brain podcast and she was talking about the way we place conditions on our self-esteem. And I love this concept because it explains so Simply what so many of us do. We place conditions on loving ourselves, on even liking ourselves, right? We don't have unconditional love for ourselves and respect for ourselves. We have conditions. And I was thinking about this because although I don't have my own children, my partner has children, so we co-parent, but I was thinking like, many of us can relate to the idea of having unconditional love for a child okay I can relate to it very much in the form of having a pet like one of my cats for example we made a bit of a joke about it the other day but it actually really does relate to this episode where he caught a bird and he killed the bird and my partner said to me you would literally cover up a crime for your cat like your cat is a murderer and you would cover up a crime for him and I was like yeah well I kind of did because i got rid of the body didn't I got rid of the dead bird but the point was like I have unconditional love for him I hate that he kills birds and I don't like that he does that at the same time we choose to let our cats outside I don't know a lot of people choose to keep them inside but our cats go outside that's very common here in New Zealand it's pretty normal So that is one of the things. And yes, I could put like a collar on him with a bell. At the same time, I've heard horror stories about them getting caught and, you know, cats ending up getting, you know, killed because they get caught in things because of that around their neck. So I choose not to do that as well. And as a result of that, like, I live with the fact that my cat kills other animals, which I hate because I love animals. However, I have unconditional love for him. Like, He can kill other animals. He can scratch me. He has literally torn me to shreds one time when he got a hell of a fright. He can scratch me and hurt me. And I still have unconditional love for him. So I hope you're understanding what I'm trying to say, right? I think about it in terms of a pet, but perhaps you think about it in terms of a child or maybe another relative or somebody else in your life that you have unconditional love for. Like they could literally... Do something terrible and you would still love them regardless. You might not love what they've done, but you would still love them. So, I want to think about that in terms of ourselves, unconditional love for ourselves, right? And if you can't get behind the idea of unconditional love, like unconditional, you know, self esteem, unconditional kindness towards yourself, right? So, often what I think this looks like is. And this is how we kind of put the conditions on ourselves. Like we don't have conditional love and respect for ourselves. We have conditions, right? It often shows up looking like when I do this, then I will feel good about myself, right? When I meet this condition, then I will feel good about myself. Then I will be kind to myself. Then I will like myself. Then I will, you know, be proud of myself or whatever, right? When I lose the weight, then I will feel good about myself and be nice to myself. When I get this promotion, then I will feel good about myself and, you know, feel successful or be proud of myself. When I make this much money, then I will have made it. So I will feel good about myself and finally be happy. So the trouble is that, right, when we achieve the goal, right, maybe you lose the weight, you make the money, you get the promotion, you don't all of a sudden just feel better about yourself. You don't all of a sudden like yourself you don't all of a sudden feel amazing simply because you've achieved it no like if you've had shitty thoughts the whole way if you've had you know if you've been hard on yourself and been beating yourself up and had all of these conditions the whole way and then you get there it doesn't just change the way you feel about yourself overnight like simply because you achieve something or get something doesn't mean that you change the way you think about yourself And also there's a lot of patterns in here, like beating ourselves up and being hard on ourselves is a habit and habits can take time to break or to change, right? I say they can take time, but they can also happen very quickly and in an instant. So if you think about like smoking, for example, and, you know, it can... Take time to quit smoking. It can be a process. There can be some ups and downs and, you know, you might fail and, you know, it it might take you a while to get there, right? You might try lots of different things. You might try patches and gums and programs and different things. And you might, you know, smoke a few cigarettes or a packet in one day by accident, not by accident, but (laughs) you get what I'm saying. But then eventually you achieve your goal maybe over a six month period and then you become smoke free, you know, for many years. At the same time, it can happen in an instant, and I have heard of this happening when somebody gets diagnosed with cancer or get gets a health scare and they're told that they need to quit smoking, otherwise, you know, this is gonna happen, and they just quit in an instant because their thought changes. Right? It is literally that simple. Like when we change our thoughts about ourselves, the way we treat ourselves changes. Right? The way we feel about ourselves changes. And that can either be a process where we change the habit, we form new habits, and new neural pathways in your brain, or it can happen very instantly by you simply believing something new or something different about yourself. Like it can be that easy and that simple. So my friend, what are you going to do this week to create an amazing relationship with yourself? And what might change in your life when you do this? Like, really, put some thought into that. And the last thing I'm going to say is speak to yourself this week like you love, admire, and respect yourself. All right? Huge love, my friend. Have an amazing week. I'll see you soon. Hey friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Zena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, zena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, zenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.